Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
And I just want to build a little bit off of Sarah. And I'm just going to scrap what I was going to talk about today. And we'll talk about it at another time. I was going to talk about podcast talk and, and bring Sebastian on. But today I'm feeling this energy. And so, Marcus, are you still there? The Marcus whose daddy just passed away? I am, sorry. Okay, excellent. Well, I am going to read this poem, and I hope a piece of it sits with you for um, your dad, and I hope that it might hit someone where they are today, too, for anyone that you have lost. Dear Daddy, can we talk? June 14th, 2013. It was the day my life shifted for the better, well, for the worst. You taught me that God won't grant us more than we can bear. So this curse, I mean course, that veered off track, gave me a silent jolt, and then it forced me back into myself. I opened my eyes differently. I stood there, yearning to inhale the many pieces of you, the memories of you. As I recalled all of the things that I should have said to you and wanted to say, but somehow it skipped me in those last moments that I had with you. I remember whispering in your ear that everything would be okay. I remember confirming, then affirming that when you were ready, it was fine to let go of this here stay. As a tear fell from one of your eyes, I became aware of the cries and tries to be so strong. They muffled in the background of rooms filled with aromas of food and fond memories of you, but it was your smile that told the story, dear daddy. I could feel the wisdom of your 63 Jamaican years. I could feel the irony of my transposed 36 that lifted my tears in that moment. I gathered my courage and took flight because God had flown you home, dear daddy. I felt the cues of you infusing me more and more with the qualities of you. There was the he talks too much gene that allows me to talk to sold out crowds. The he writes too much gene that has me writing this to you in my book number two. He listens to everyone's story that has me hearing and pouring into others. There was simply you, dear daddy. There was the we're going to Jamaica every other year that gives me appreciation for all that I have. You're going to college, but we have no money that forced me to get off my ass. You've got more in you, my child. That elevated me to an MBA and even higher goals on the way. There was simply you, dear daddy. There was the we are allergic to ass. Average, that never allowed a seat into our home. There was the no means no that allows me to stand up in my greatest form. There was simply you, dear daddy. Your marriage lasted 38 years and death did you part. My marriage lasted 15% of that. Where were you then, dear daddy? We were unevenly yoked, yet the yoke of me was pulled out of me and I needed you, dear daddy. I've paid the new road on my journey of this thing called life. I am blessed to have had you as God's child who was lent to me for only a limited few miles in this lifetime. I am grateful to have had you as one half of the pair who has guided me and molded me and shaped what promises to be a more expansive me. I miss you, dear daddy. I visit your grave and talk to the wind, wanting and wishing you were there right beside of me. That cancer that penetrated your body, it permeated your cells and progressed to your bones. It stood at attention at stage four, 
dear daddy. So until I see you again, I stand on this earth and I say, dear daddy, can we talk? I love you, Lolita. The end. And I pray, Marcus, that that is able to sit with you where you are. Greg, did that you have something? That was wonderful, Lolita. Thank you. I'm just in a restaurant, so I can't talk. You can hear the music behind me, but thank you very much. I love you. Absolutely. And I love you, too. Whew. You know, when I just want to talk about transformation today, I want to talk about in the moments, in the memories. And I thank Sarah again for the segment that she just did and what do these memories tell us? And the pieces that are good, are we able to take those fond memories with us and carry them on our journey forward? Carry them with us. You know, I don't know if it's your first time being here with me on this stage, but I love the interaction and really just to talk and have a conversation. I have a podcast that's called Coaching Cocktails and Conversations, and it's really to leave you with a couple nuggets to challenge your thinking just a little bit, but the juiciness of it all is really in the conversation that sparks the insights on where we're going to go with this here. Because what we recognize always is that it's not the story really for us. It's the journey that we've taken that we choose to articulate aloud that really helps another to progress from where they are. And you know how I know? Because I get DMs about things that I say all the time, and I know that it's no different for each one of you. And what we sit in is exactly what Sarah sat in today, which is vulnerability and the power to leverage our voice, because there's power in our words, and our words have absolute power. So today, I want to talk about how these memories can really propel us to shift forward. So the question that I have for you is, what is a memory that you have in your mind at this particular moment as I speak that is helping to give you fuel to push you forward? What is that thing that you go back to that you remember, I have been here before and I'm going to use this thing right here in this moment to push me forward? For me, I'll get started. For me, I remember... And I, I think I've told this story before, but I remember so much change happening in my life. I was not ready. You know, they say God gives you some stuff and you just don't know what you're going to do with it, but you know it's a reason why. Well, God had given me a lot. And this was my test in time. There was so much going on. My daddy had recently passed. My sorority sister had passed. Um, my checking account was was my checking account. I wasn't having any new funds coming in because I said no to a role after I had been in corporate for almost 20 years. My son was a newborn. Did I tell y'all I was recently divorced? I think, I, I don't know if I said that, but I was. It was just so much change happening at once. And I found myself on the floor crying uncontrollably, just crying and crying and crying in a fetal position. And I remember in that ball, I felt this instantaneous, um, I call it a blanket of calm that I feel was put over me. And this blanket of calm, literally, it felt like someone was putting a blanket on top of me. And I know that in that moment, it was nothing short of God. And I love to believe that it was my dad, the angel of my dad, really putting that on me. And in that moment, what sparked it was talking gratitude in that moment. In that moment, I, I only can remember two things I said. The rest, I think I kind of blacked out of the moment or I was just so nervous of what was happening and said, God, I'm going to trust you and just sit in it because it felt strange to me. 
right? I'd never felt like that before. And to be honest, I've never felt like that again. But in that moment, I remember saying, thank you for these tears because there's somebody that doesn't have tears to cry out today. And I remember saying, thank you for this house, this roof that I'm able to still pay for right now in the house where I was living. In that moment, this blanket of calm came over that I've never felt, but in it, I went downstairs and I wrote what I call the Be Free Creed. If we have time, I'll say it at the end, but I end all of my rooms with that creed. I say it every single day because there's nothing short of power in remembering where you are when you felt your most be free. So I'd love to know, I gotta scroll up to the top, but I'd love to for you to click your mic if there is a moment in your life that you can remember that really you hold on to and you remember like, hey, wait a minute, this is gonna propel me forward. So I'm gonna look real quick. And if not, it's okay because, oh, I see you, Fun Me. Fun Me? Is it Fun Me or Fun Me? Hi, Lalita. It's um, Fun Me. Oh, Fun Me. Uh, Hi. Fun Me, yeah. It's a silent end. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Lalita. Um, so I would love to share, and there's some noise. I hope you can hear me. Um, I'm in the middle of bath time. I'm, I'm based in London. Um, and I really appreciate the way that you've taken this segment um, from where Sarah left off. Um, I could really relate to what she was saying, and I think you made the, the right decision. I hope you can hear me. I have the red bar. Yeah, so the moment, amazing. The moment that I remember was um, I was going through a period of um, I was going through IVF. This was in between my first and second child, and I had gone four rounds of IVF. I had had four miscarriages. And I was considering trying again for the fifth time. And I remember speaking to a very close girlfriend of mine. And she said to me, um, what will you do if you aren't successful with this fifth round of IVF? And I remember in that moment, I and I had come from being in that fetal position from having four miscarriages consecutively year after year. And I used to be the kind of person that was like, I am definitely having another baby, like no matter what. But when she said to me, what will you do if it doesn't work? And I, and I looked at her and I said, over to God. I said, I leave it in God's hands and no matter what, I will serve him. And in that moment, I felt release because I had dictated you know, my timeline and what I wanted. And in that moment, I just said over to God because no matter what, I don't know if I'll have another baby or not. Um, but I'm okay with either way it goes. And um, and I always remember that because it was where I just surrendered. I gave everything over to God. Um, I was comfortable that I would deal with the situation no matter what happened. And I, I use that all the time when I'm in situations where I don't know the outcome. Um, I just remember the faith that I had and the release and the surrender. And, um, and it stays with me to this day. So that's my share, Lolita. Thanks for letting me speak. And I'm done speaking. Fumi, oh my goodness, Fume, Fume, I apologize. I'm big on names and the meaning of them, so I definitely want to get it right. Thank you for sharing that. One of the words that you said that I just felt inside of my spirit as you were talking was surrender. And I think both of our stories, even Sarah's as she shared, it's the surrender of it all. It's knowing that there is something that is bigger than you. There is something that that is bigger than you, that is guiding you. And when you choose to surrender because you are standing in this moment right now and there is a blessing that is seated inside of it, that you can surrender and know that all will be well. 
and I am going to turn this over to God is so amazing. And as you said that, I just got pitter patters in my heart because I'm telling you in that moment, when I was in that fetal position, literally, it was nothing but the power of surrender inside of that moment that had me feel that blanket of calm. And I know that if I did not surrender, if I wasn't in a place to receive, if I wasn't in a place to just literally, literally feel the power in that pause right there, that I would have missed that amazing feeling and memory of that blanket of calm. So I'd say thank you so much for sharing. And I know it's going to definitely hit someone today. Thank you so much, Pume. Um, Stars, Tina, I see you blinking. How are you? Hi, Lolita with a T. This is <laughs> Tina. How are you today? I'm good. How are you today? I am amazing. I missed most of your, your talk, but I heard the ending and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's powerful. Um, I believe you wanted us to share if we had a moment in our life where it was like, I'm guessing, really bad, and then you got out of it. Is that correct, Lolita? Yeah, so, oh, thank you for that. I will restate for all of the people who also might just be coming in as well. We are sharing a moment in your life that you can recall that the memory of it is helping you to propel, will help you in any moment to propel further because you recognize that I've been here. Wow. This is an amazing topic, Lolita. So I'm going to keep this short. I'm going to do my best to not get emotional. Um, I've had many traumas and tragedies. I'm going to say tragedies because tragedy is something really horrible from my grandmother dying young, my father dying at 49. Five and a half years ago, um, my son was 21 years old and he was tragically murdered. Uh, he was a dreamer and a go-getter just like me, maybe even more because he had his own sneaker boutique fit, um, store where you have like the Air Jordans and all that crazy stuff. So at that moment in time, it was of course the most horrible time of my life, but I could not be down sad or, you know, show my emotions because everyone around me from his friends, I didn't realize how much he impacted, and I'm gonna say the world because I had people fly to the funeral, emails and all that sort of stuff. So I had to be super strong and for the that whole year, it was like social media was my therapy. So currently in my life, you know, I'm like, okay, why did that happen? Why did this happen? And if I'm ever feeling like, oh, I can't get through something, like if I lo lose a job or I lose a relationship, I'm like, Tina, this is nothing, okay? And people say to me all the time, are you okay? I'm like, listen, if I could get through the loss of my son, I could get through anything. So that's something that propels me. I just think of that moment when I'm like, okay, I'm going to, you know, like crush. So Lolita, that's what's for me, what pushes me through is just to know that my son died for a reason, for a purpose. And I know he's up there and he would not, he'd be like, mom, get up, get to work. Come on now, do it. So that's what pushes me all the time. Thank you. Yes. Oh my goodness, Tina. That is so great that you said that because it's the memory of what would they be saying right now to me inside of this moment. And I, I think of that as well as what would my daddy say to me right now that I'm sitting here all chilling, woe is me? What would he say? And that propels you to move and to do something different because you recognize that there's power in that movement. So thank you so, so much for sharing that. I appreciate you. Um, is there, oh, go ahead, Tina. Were you going to say something else? I was just going to say thank you. You're amazing. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> you too. I started following you as well so I can make sure that we stay connected. Thank you. Is there anyone else on the stage who would love to share a moment that you think of that helps propel you beyond where you're standing right now in those moments? 
Well, as people think about it, I wanted to share um, the Be Free Creed, and I know I'm turning it over to Jude in only 15 minutes, so we only have 15 minutes to be able to talk about it and be about it, and it's going to be so amazing. I love the power of the flow, right? We talk about what I talk about flow. I know that um, um, Laura Wilde always talks about the flow state and allowing kind of that river to flow through us, and that's exactly what happened today. Sarah talked about... um, tragedy to transformation. David Hill earlier talked about overall transformation and coming through his sobriety, which was so powerful and so vulnerable. We're talking all about transformation. And in this moment, I'm talking about, if in case you're new to the room or you're listening to this on a podcast, we're talking about how moments in your life when you think about them, they're so memorable that they help to propel you further and farther than where you're standing in this exact moment because you know that there's more for you, there's life for you, and that you are here in the midst of a surrender, right? That word came up, and I love that we continue to say that word because that's the power of it. So I told you guys this story about how I remember being in this fetal position and this blanket of calm coming over me, and this is what I wrote. Believe in your strength and open your mind to now explore. Expect moments to have meaning, which will propel you to soar. Face your fears head on, yet hold them at bay. Then release what is not progressing you on today. Experience the unexpected, which you would normally let pass by, and then embrace the renewed you who is now free to fly. Be free. And I say that creed, I call it my Be Free Creed because it's also an acronym, B-E-F-R-E-E. It is stop three in my book, The Intersection of You and Change, but it made it that far because when you journey through transformation, when you journey through change, you have to always remember where are you? What are you doing? Where were you when you feel your most be free? And in that moment in time, relating it back to my story of all this change happening at once, that calm had me feeling this place of peace and freedom that I'd never, ever experienced before. So for me, that be free space is always around water and trees. It it is my free space. It is that place where I can be my most creative. If I'm around trees, oh my goodness, everything will come out. You can ask me anything. I'm just floating with the wind. And if I'm around water, but what is it about the water or the trees? For me, it's the sound. For me, it's the images. For me, it is the expansiveness of it all. So I challenge everyone here to think of where is your most be free space? Where is it? And here's the kicker. How can you get a piece of that every single day? For me, how do I get a piece of it? Spa Radio does it every single time. For me, I can bring spa radio in it. Now, if I can be in Jamaica with a Mai Tai sitting on the beach looking at the water itself, then absolutely. You have to be able to bring these pieces, these memories into your everyday to propel you to move faster, further, and farther. And those are the things that we're thinking about today. That's what we're talking about today. So we only have 10 more minutes, you all, 10 more minutes of juiciness. And I'd love to see if there's someone on the stage who wants to get in on this amazing conversation. Um, Let me just scroll, scroll, scroll. My fingers can't go fast enough. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I see someone has already raised their hand. So Patrice, I'm going to go ahead and bring you up. Let me know if you have something juicy to add to the conversation. I'd love to bring you in. And if not, I have additional stuff because I always do. Patrice, let me just see if you are here. 
are you coming up, Patrice? I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Okay, but we're going to continue to go. And one, let me just do a shout out really quickly. A shout out to all of the people. I have seven DMs right now telling me that you love the poem, telling me that you love hearing me speak. Um, yes to everything that's going on. And here's the thing. If you'd like to say something but not ready to come up to the stage, it's okay. Just shoot me a quick DM and I am going, I'll read it for you. Okay? Not a problem at all. Tina, did you have something? I did. Just something okay. really quickly because you were saying how things can change how you are. Just movement and you were talking about being healthy. I remember I used to be over 200 pounds and I just got on the fitness journey and it's part of my life's now so I just wanted to add that some people think you have to do like a whole lot like CrossFit or crazy stuff like that I love CrossFit but just a little bit of movement I've noticed a lot of my clients share with me just the idea of walking so I just love how you you said something I don't know what it was but something you said sparked me to say something in regards to movement to make you feel better I don't know what it was you said me either, but let me tell you, I love that you mentioned movement because there's power in movement and we talk about that in this room as well, is get up and get moving because a body in motion stays in motion. That means that a body that is still is gonna do nothing, including for your brain to move and to work. And so we wanna make sure that we are continuously moving. If you're behind a desk, absolutely make time to get on up and make time to even walk outside for a minute, go up and down the stairs a couple times, just shift. Because what that does is what? Well, let me ask you before I tell you, what, it, what did that do for you when you get your body moving, Tina? Girl, let me tell you, it just <laughs> changes your state instantly. I remember from a breakup from a boyfriend with my son's situation, you couldn't tell if it was sweat or tears <laughs> coming out of my body, but it just changes. If you're in a bad state, fake a smile, move. It just instantly makes everything amazing. And my clients say too, oh, I was so tired. But after the workout, I had so much more energy. So it just works every time. Oh, and something you said sparked something in me. This is why I love juicy conversations such as this here. So the folks that are listening in, if you just got here, we're talking about transformation and moments in your life, which really propel you to move differently, more intently moving forward to propel you, right? To, to shift yourself out of that space. And we're really feeding off of Sarah's earlier segment where she was talking about tragedy to transformation, right? Tragedy to triumph and how has that transformed you? But something that you said, Tina, I love this conversation is because you talked about laughing, like fake a smile and what that is so powerful. So I was in a room, I don't know if it was breakfast with champions, but I was in a room and there was a, a, a wife and a husband duo. I forget their names. Oh my goodness. But they do laugh therapy. And this is the therapy that they do. And you know how you laugh and somebody is cracking up and it's contagious and you start laughing too? That's the premise. And they just started laughing and everybody just burst out in tears. And it's something about a laugh that really gets your adrenaline going and reminds you that there's more to life. Have a laugh. So today, if you are here and you leave with nothing else, it is surrender. Surrender to the moments that you are in right now. Surrender. You are beyond your circumstance. Your circumstance absolutely does not define you. Nope. I am Lolita Emanuel Walker. You are your first and last name. And when you look in the mirror and you look at yourself, what does that self represent? I want you to do that, right? Surrender to who you are. Embrace where you are in this moment. Act in your strengths, which means you got to know your strengths. And if you don't know them, you got to ask somebody because you are worth 
acting inside of your strengths to be your most be free space, to be in that space. Three, remember the moments so that you can thrive differently and intently. Remember those moments that might have been tragic that can now move you into transformation because it's all about a shift. When you leave this earth, because you will, when you leave this earth, what will you be remembered for? What will you be remembered for? And are you acting in that? Are you acting in that today? That's the key. Every day, what are you leaving in the atmosphere? Because we all have deposits. We leave little pieces of Lolita, little pieces of Tina, little pieces of Glenn and Linda and Christina, everyone who is here today, little pieces of each and every one of you all that are in this room is deposited wherever you go. And is that gonna lift somebody? Is that gonna build somebody? Or is that gonna leave and turn somebody down? Is that gonna bring somebody down? You gotta ask yourself, what are you leaving and what are you depositing in this world? And if it's not great, guess what? You can shift that thing today. So make sure you do that. And then the last thing I wanna leave you with is transformation begins with you. So you've got to take the time and self-reflect and recognize who was the person before you had all of these titles. Before all of that, what did you love to do? When you can get back in touch with who it is that you are and whose you are, believe me when I tell you, you will choose to move differently because you're worth it. And you will recognize that today is all about transformation. So I thank everyone who participated in today's discussion. Lolita, can I say something really quick? Yeah, absolutely. You killed it, you killed it. But I seriously do have a quick question. I do have a quick question. Do you have any tips and advice? You're feeling this greatness, which you have, but then you have some haters or people that put you down or say something. Do you have any tips and advice? Because I have a certain situation going on and someone, people are saying things that make me kind of question myself. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for asking that question because guess what? Someone else has that question as well. So here is my thing. I don't know if you've ever heard me say it, but let me say it today. Tina, 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 imagine that you are on this train, okay? Imagine you're on a train. And this train is Tina's change train, okay? I have one too. Lolita has one too. Kwani, everybody has their own train. But this is a luxury train. And it has Tina written in script across the side of it. You are the conductor aboard this train which means that you see your vision of where you're going, right? You don't have to even know it all in detail, but you know that there's a light and you're moving towards that. Now your train can only go straight because that's where the train goes. It can only go straight. It's not going back up. It's not going to turn left. It's not going to turn right. It's not going to sit in a complacency of where you are because there's other people behind you. Let me find Pedro. Let me go ahead and mute you real quick. Pedro, thank you so much for being on the stage. Now, Tina, Imagine this train is moving forward. Absolutely. You are the conductor aboard that train. And sometimes when we're going, sometimes we have to open up our doors and allow folks off of our train for this moment in time because everyone is not going to be able to go with us on our journey for a number of reasons. And you got to know that that's okay. You got to know that there's only limited room on your train. And sometimes you got to let some people off. And sometimes people self-select to get off of your train for a number of different reasons. But my consideration for you today is that when you are grounded in your core values, when t- when Tina is grounded in her strengths and know that, and then you can see your vision ahead, that, that shift right there becomes a little bit easier. Absolutely and hands down. Because you're so clear on your why that everyone else becomes a distraction if they're not helping you to propel yourself further and farther on where you need to be. So my answer to you is this. Sometimes... 
after you have a conversation and you can see your vision, sometimes you got to be okay with letting people off of your train because you only have a limited amount. You got to be able to let other people on there who are going to help you to propel. And you can't do that sometimes when other folk are taking up seats that are this prime real estate on your on Tina's change train. I hope that makes a little sense. It does. I'm smiling and I would love to have you on my train if I can help you anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. So everyone, in case you didn't get a chance to talk before I turn it over, I just want to say thank you so much for being here. I am Lolita E. Walker. If you're not already following me, please do. And I would love to be on your train as well. I love it. LolitaWalker.com. I'd love to share with you. And I'm here every single Thursday. I'm here other days too, because Breakfast with Champions is hashtag the place to be. But at this Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.